Welcome back, podcast listeners. Episode 89 and Tony, our last podcast for what's been a big year of 2020. It's been a sensational year, although a very strange year. Um, And it's just like, what happened to the year? It's disappeared on us. It has, and it's interesting. So is it the end of of a decade or is it the start of a decade? Start of a decade. Look forward. Mm. That's how I'd say. Mm. I'm usually a very optimistic person, but it's just like it's the end of a decade because now everything is fresh going forward. Okay, well, we're using the same enlightenment here, aren't we? We are because, (laughs) honestly, and and I openly say 2020 has been a magnificent year, but geez, it's probably the most boring year out of my life at the same time. From a personal perspective, business, thank God we were doing everything we did because. I hate working from home. Yeah, and what's interesting is, you know, we are going to reflect today, and that's what this podcast is about, as we do every year, all the two years that we've been rolling on this Mm. podcast. And, you know, we've got Willard to write out some of the things that had happened this year, and the the, the notes today are fairly extensive, I'd say the least. They are, they are fairly extensive. But I I do, you know, we had lunch today with uh, Lindsay Kotsman and and Jesse there uh, from PB Lawyers, and... It was actually quite interesting. First time I've seen you this year for tie-on, I think. Yeah. And I nearly choked you. Push, we got push. to the car. I've never seen someone take off their tie so quickly. It's That top button was a bit tight around the neck, was it? I've seen two lawyers. Mine are. And, and, and they weren't wearing ties. I was shattered. I was like, ah, oh, I'll put this suit on for nothing. Yeah. Tony, I could have worn my jeans today. Yeah. <laughs> so. They're black ones. But, Tony, I guess the great thing to start this conversation is we're, we're in a room together. It's not via Zoom. This one, we're not we're not hitting record and and speaking from our living rooms slash bedrooms. Um, so we'll start the podcast off saying we're together. We are, um, and it's nice to be. It here. is, it is. So you and I have been doing a lot. Had a lot of dates over the last three weeks together. Uh, your um your wife Boyana mentioned today that I'm getting more dates with you than she is. You better start organising some dinners. Now you understand. Now you understand why we're together, don't you? Does it make sense now? <laughs> but Tony, let's reflect back on the year, and I think this is something that really highlights, you know, how much has been happened this year. But when you start the year and you look at Australia, we we're on the east coast. We were blanketed by smoke or fire. It um, was. It was. Yeah. So a friend of our Sarah and her family at Christmas, they decided they were just going to. I think she had long service leave and, and so did her husband and they, and they got young children and they were basically doing a three-month tour in a camper van all up to every beach and stopping where they wanted for a few days and basically it was a case of they spent three months running away from fires and smoke. It was, it was you know, it was a disaster and not for, not for their holiday but those fires were disastrous for the whole country. It wasn't as if it was just hit Victoria or regional New South Wales this time. It was virtually the whole... Um, what side well, are we we're, on? We're, Never we're, it's East Coast, aren't we? Yeah. So the entire East Coast was absolutely devastated by these fires. Thankfully, thankfully God's country, you're from, wasn't as affected this no, year... Well, I was going to say, as, was. <laughs> no, but wasn't as affected this year as what it had... Previously, and there's like, been yeah, yeah I guess been wiped at, out before. So. Up sort of norm, norm, around the Harrietville and, and things like that, they were Happyville. The crazy, yeah, the crazy, <laughs> well, that, that's probably why the smoke was so thick. But I remember a friend sending. I was in the US at the start of January, and I remember friends sending some Snapchats, and they're in their backyard and they couldn't see three meters. 
yeah. um, and just that thickness. But, you know, that's, that's I guess, where we kick off our financial journey and it was helping um, some of our clients that were affected by those fires. And even if it's just come down to, you know, they just wanted to know they were okay and, and everything yeah. was looked after. But even things like um, insurance premium freezes, uh, just to make sure that they could get through those few months where there was a bit of uncertainty. But... You know, that was the that was the kickoff to 2020, I guess. Uh, yeah, and, and to be honest, I don't think anyone seriously would have thought that it could have got much worse from that. Mm-hmm. No, but um, we, and, and once again, we're not talking about going on holidays. We're talking about people's lives that were totally devastated after droughts yeah. as well. So it was, which was probably what created a lot of the fuel um, as well. But you know, people's lives were absolutely totally devastated. Um, and I don't think the, you know, I don't think there would have been much people who said, well, it's going it could only get worse from here. Yeah. <laughs> so. But between, I guess, before we get to the, the doom and gloom, we, we started off with some real positivity um, for us in February. Um, we did our first um, acquisition into Conf Components mm. um, and in growing our, our client base up in Sydney um, and took on a really good business up there um, from a really good financial planner who, who's done some really good in the industry, Kevin Curry. Yeah, and, and as you know, I've been friends with Kevin for some five years and yeah. you know, Kevin decided it was time to pull plugs and you know uh, pull up stumps sorry is that what that's the saying and uh, and retire and he reached out to us and said ah well I think it's time for me to retire and I reached back and said really um, and you know it, and as you know we certainly err on the side of caution and don't get overly enthusiastic about things like this it's uh, but yeah he was um, for, as an acquisition firstly it was uh, he was wonderful to deal with yeah. Um, and because I've known him for so long, uh, you know, we did cl- stay very clear. If it doesn't go ahead, I don't want it to ruin a relationship and a yeah. friendship. So, and yeah, it's uh, it did go ahead. It's been tremendous, and Kevin has been an absolute gentleman through the entire process as well. And you can see that with his clients when we're speaking to them, um, all our clients. So, yeah. Um, you know that 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 care that they have for him and the care that he had for them. Absolutely. Um, and that's why it's been able to be sort of integrated into cough combined um, seamlessly. So that was a great start to the year. And as I look, I was, I was dealing with Kevin a lot um, during that period and yeah, I really enjoyed it. So I was lucky that that was my, I guess my first acquisition in, in regards to working with someone because who easier to work with than, than that guy? Yeah, it's, um, but there was probably, you had a crash course on uh, legals and, and taxes and, <laughs> and everything else, so big crash course. And then, of course, when we did all the agreements, uh, raising the finance. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's, it wasn't just uh, straightforward from that perspective, but of course we had to agree on everything first and, as they say, get the lux, ducks lined up and... Uh, go from there so that was yeah I think you're learning and actually just even the communication to all stakeholders as you've uh, previously said as well was just the most vital thing never let it never leave anyone guessing what's happening even if nothing's happening yep. let them know right now here's why we've paused yeah and look during that time we, we thought we as we do we do things um, on a large scale and we, we keep moving forward and we um, we had to move licensees at that stage as well um, during that transition. So, you know, it wasn't, it's not a big transition to, to the new licensee, but it was something different where um, TFS got taken over by Count and, and we integrated into there as well. Not quite accurate. And because it's a listed company, we should say it accurately. Okay. So Count Plus acquired Sorry. Count off the CBA 
Uh, Count Plus is a listed company. They acquired Count off the CBA and as a result had uh, three licenses, AFSL licenses, which just from a financial aspect made absolutely no sense having a compliance team with TFS and a compliance team with Count Plus and a compliance team with uh, and having three CEOs and all the rest of it. So it was uh, in it. In the end, I mean, we certainly did our due diligence in respect to because it was a new structure and and certainly looked elsewhere as well. So it's um and the count guys know that I sit on the advisory council. They know exactly what we're doing because we're very upfront with them. And um, I would suggest that it, we couldn't be more happy with yeah. staying. Yeah. Is that a fair call? Yeah. And all the TFS guys ended up running the new license being counts anyway. So was just a new brand in a way, but the same people and been magnificent. And with new resources and new people who, who were kept from the CBA yeah. uh, takeover as well. So, and some of them have been absolutely wonderful to work with. Yeah, I, I fully agree with that. So again, during the exact same time, we were looking for a new office that we sit in now. Um, and there was a lot of inspections, a lot of plans drawn up, um, a lot of different ones that we considered, but we did find the right one for us um, and we are very happy in this the, the new location and it's it's enjoyable to have these beautiful views the beautiful sunshine shining through um, it's just worked really well and a 12-minute walk to our favorite CBD restaurant yeah that's right which we've been visiting quite frequently as of late <laughs> so it's, um, and I think just getting in and out of work is just a great spot absolutely it's um yeah that that was I mean once again basically you know you you and I and Boyana sat down, we looked at the budget and what it was going to be and what we wanted to do, but also the fact of our expansion. So it wasn't a case of getting something bigger that we fit into now, but next year uh, don't fit into anymore. So there was um, a lot of negotiating, uh, a lot of negotiating through the commercial state agents, the lawyers, the landlord. Um, and yeah, we finally got pretty much everything we wanted. So it's uh, as I said to you, as we said when we're doing it, it's um, as we said to the commercial real estate agent, there's plenty of choices out there. So give us what we want or we'll keep going till we find what we want. And as a result of that, we walked away from a property we were nearly ready to put ink to signature on in Collingwood. in Collingwood. In actual fact, you might remember, I nearly convinced you to go to the one in Hawthorne and they came back and said, uh, it is actually included this now, so it's an extra $40,000 in we walked. And that was a beautiful, sensational looking, lovely You office. certainly wanted that one. Oh, that. it reminded me of Bobby Axelrod's office in Manhattan. <laughs> so it was, it was a beautiful and sensational office. Been saying that, they came back and tried to change the terms on us. Once again, as we were ready to pay the bond and put uh, you know, ink to signature, and we walked straight away. Yeah. So it was just a, it was, it was an old trick that didn't work. So I guess this is where it comes down to the first part of the hard year and again, and it comes, we move into the space the next day, staff got their laptops and we're in a taxi on the way home. Mm. COVID hits. Mm. <laughs> we won't dive too much into this, but look, it changed the way the world had to work. Um, I think, you know, we, we'd spent so much time- You better not use that word I hate. What? Uh, <laughs> Unprecedented time. Oh, don't say that. I hate that word. But Every advert had that had that saying. But you know, we, we were lucky that you know people like Willard in here and um, other staff and and I'd worked on new new processes and technology implemented in here. So that the moment we actually did have to go home, we were very fortunate compared to a lot of other companies that hadn't taken those measures. And 
we were able to effectively work from home. Um, I think it was a shock to the system the first lockdown, um, and I think people trying to get used to the, the work from home and trying to dial in every day and, and communicate effectively where you can't really spin around on your chair and ask a question, but that was the first six weeks of lockdown was, you know, how's this technology all integrate together? And, and, and we did we did okay out of it. I, I, you know, to congratulate all the staff would be a bit of an understatement. We've done it personally with them, but they were terrific the way they, they stood up because it was very different. Um, the, you know, and you know, just even from me for a mindset perspective, first of all, I never liked the idea of people working from home, as you're well aware. Yeah. Um, I just didn't think they would be affected with too many distractions. And in saying that, I think I had that mindset more to the fact because I can't work from home because there's too many shiny things, too many distractions, too many reasons for me not to sit there. So even when it comes to my study, um, I don't study at home. I come in here early and study in here in the morning. So it's um, so for me, I think it was a massive change of mindset. Other people really embraced it and did exceptionally well. But uh, I, I was uh, very pleasantly surprised. I was, I was very concerned, uh, but very pleasantly surprised. Yeah. So with all that going on, we're, we're in lockdown. We, we decided, I guess to throw Willard the project and to work with one of our great clients, Richard Henderson, um, and to rebrand, to, to look at where we can take ourselves in the future and what the new cough combine looks like. Um, Working with Richard, from my perspective, bearing in mind Willard did all the work, um, but from my perspective, a little bit different than dealing with our first brand, which I think was 75 bucks through Fiverr. <laughs> some, some Israeli computer person did it. So it was... Uh, so here's kind of what I'm looking for. I sent that through and I just paid the $75 bill, so that'll do. So, that'll do, I'm happy. Yeah, so it's, uh, this this entire, I won't say exercise, I'll say unbelievable experience of creativity uh, was mesmerising the whole project, the way his team interviewed all of our staff and looked at it and looked at where we are, where they believe we are, who our competition is and... The, the entire project when it was when Richard presented it to the t- to us at the team, I think we all just walked out saying, "Wow!" I think Willard might have sworn actually just say, "Holy!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think it's, we, were, uh, we, were standing, we were standing on the streets and all, we were all together and we just said, "Yeah, one experience. It was better than we thought." It was an amazing experience, and you know, and this is why Richard has reputation he has. This is why Richard was the man who did the Sydney Olympics, was the man who did the Invictus Games, the Commonwealth Games, Victoria Police, Telstra, BHP, ANZ, AFL, AFL Cricket Australia, the Demons Football Club, yeah. um, I think Melbourne Storm, uh, Rigby Cook Lawyers. It's uh, That's why Richard is Victoria Market. This is why Richard is the go-to brand man because he's not doing a logo and say, what do you think? It's actually about what is the entire experience, who are this firm, what is the feel. And what do we stand for. And what do we stand for, exactly right. And, uh, yeah, and when he presented that uh, last Thursday night to all of our business colleagues and uh, friends and staff, that was tremendous. And, yeah, we all just walked out of there saying, love it, absolutely love it. Yeah. So I guess with that, we, we did get a little bit of normality back for just a couple of weeks, and thank God we did because... You managed to jump on a plane in June to Sydney um, before the second wave, I guess. And it's actually May, but yeah. May, it's May, sorry. Mm. Um, and you were 
Having, in other words, I got out of here as quickly as I could. Is that what you're saying? You did. Um, <laughs> but you were having a coffee and by chance um, you met somebody <laughs> that you'd met before. No, bumped into him. Bumped yeah. into him. But you had a coffee date with that guy um, and it's been good for us. Matt Leach. Yeah, we. Uh, I saw Matt. I, I actually had a client who had to postpone for an hour and up in Sydney, so I'm in Chiefly Square there and... Uh, which I took you to the uh, the money building of Australia and yeah. uh, sitting down having a coffee it might have been a toasty as well and because uh, I was eating bread back then <laughs> so it's uh, and yeah just Matt Matt looks at me I look at him Matt Tony what are you doing here? you know when you're seeing each other completely out of context yeah. and went over and we had a quick ten minute chat he said he had to go across the road uh, into Count's office and he told me what he's doing um you know and just said well let's let's meet back here in an hour and a half and we did and uh basically we chatted for about two hours together um gave each other a big hug shook hands and purchased his business <laughs> and but under the well when i say purchased his business didn't you know shake hands and give a check but we agreed, and but I did say to Matt only under one condition that is that he stays in the industry because he is a superstar and a you know. And even when I came back to you guys and said, and I have a trip to Tony, he has clients here, really good. By the way, I've agreed to buy this business, and who, where, well, how much? <laughs> so I was, um, and said, Jamie is his number, give him a call, see what you think. Boyana is far nicer than me, so it's um, and what and, and what a. And he is the truest of gentlemen and a wonderful addition to every single person in this team as well. Yeah, he has been. And, and, and having that trust to have somebody up there to, to expand it's the big, big thing for big thing for me, as you know. Yeah, and we talk about making the brand and, and it's about we've just taken the brand up there um, and he's just, you know, he fits that brand and he fits what we stand for. Um, and he's, you know... He's gone from strength to strength up there, and, and we're very grateful that you had that coffee. Yeah, just, just um, as I say, sometimes it's fate. So, and it was interesting how I first met Matt was he rang me because my name was put down as a reference in respect to when he was looking at joining TFS. So we'd actually only physically met briefly once, but spoken to each other for a few hours on the phone. And, yeah. And so it was, but yeah, when I was chatting to him on the phone, I thought, wow. Uh, so it was it was lovely to meet him, and um, you know those two acquisitions uh, this year, uh, you know, and Matt certainly wasn't planned, but it was done and executed, agreed to and executed pretty quickly. Uh, you couldn't be couldn't be more happy. Could not be. There's there's not there's not even an ounce of regret in either one of those at all. Absolutely wonderful. And I'm really glad there's been there's been th- well, probably seven or eight that we just walked away from. Yeah, you know, a couple didn't even get to the starting line. So it's uh, we just said no. So it was um, so and and that's the thing we 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 look at opportunities. We walk away from probably ninety eight percent that are actually presented to us yeah. uh, for various reasons. Um, it's about finding the right fit. Yeah, it is about finding the right fit, and you can't do a deal, Jamie, as you know, I've always said this, you can't put a deal together if one party walks away uh, feeling like they've been screwed over, or feeling like that they just didn't get the value that they believe. So if all parties agree on terms where you both walk away and you see each other in six months' time and you're still willing to give each other a hug, then you know it's a great relationship. And that's, that's the important thing, is that everyone's 
everyone's expectations have to be met. And if they can't be met, you can still walk away uh, with total respect for each other and friendships. And that's what's also important too. So with that, I guess my thanks for the year, I guess, come when you and Boyana so kindly made me partner in here. Um, and, yeah. and we've done a podcast on that, but it was a really grateful time for me um, in everything that you guys have put back into me. So um, that was a really good time for me, um, hopefully for the team as well. <laughs> yeah, no, you, um, you've, you, I mean, at the start, we had to achieve certain goals and certain targets uh, for that to even be a consideration. Yeah. And the moment all those goals and targets were ticked off, there wasn't any hesitation from both of us. It's like we're in some way secretly cheering on to reach those goals and targets because we were able to offer that to you. We wasn't going to do it until they met. Yeah. Uh, but in saying that, um, you know, there's there's not one part of that which wasn't uh, absolutely thoroughly deserved. Now, the celebrations were short-lived um, as COVID started again, and don't get into it, um, but the second wave hits. And don't say that phrase. <laughs> And again, staff are back with their laptops, we're back home, um, and this time for a while. So, you know, it was about making sure that we didn't slow down. Um, and that was the biggest part, I think, that we, we all talked about um, in the second lockdown. Um, let's not slow down, let's let's not be impacted. And, and it was about ensuring everyone was on the same page. And I think when I look back at it, our staff just took it to the next level and we're, gonna, we're not gonna slow down, we're gonna get faster. Um, yeah, better. and there's there's a thing about uh, if we slowed down, that impacted our clients who were already being impacted. Yeah, uh, people were scared about their futures. People were some people were put on job keeper. Some people were concerned about what's going to happen with their mortgages. Uh, other people were you know just concerned about their businesses and cash flow and things like that. So all their jobs. You know, they're in very high-paying, secure jobs and something like this occurs uh, that all of a sudden they're, they're not in such a secure position as what they were. And people live their lifestyles based on, you know, their, their income. And if their income drops substantially without any pre-warning, that can be a really bad thing. And, of course, I mean, the second lockdown was Melbourne. It was nowhere else, but it was... Um, you know, it, if Victoria is in lockdown, the country is affected. Yeah. Uh, we are the, you know, the, sorry to all my Sydney colleagues and friends, but we are the economic hub of Australia. And it's, uh, other, other, other states have different reasons, you know, to be economically strong. Some states are, uh, reap the benefit of, of other states' hard work. You know, it's, um, WA certainly have had gripes, rightfully so, in the past, where, they're, they certainly weren't seeing the fair share of the GST that was raised and paid out, yep. uh, especially when there's mining booms on. Uh, so it was, if with Melbourne going through it, economically, it made it very tough for the country. Emotionally, it was dire. And we're talking to a very dear friend of mine who's a partner in an accounting firm out in uh, Bandura and, and looking at catching up and... He was invited as one of our friends. He was invited as one of our friends on Thursday night, and he just said, you know, the COVID thing uh, affected him. He's a very social person. Yeah. And he's a very social person, and I said it affected him. Um, you know, so not being able to... Because he's, like us, his clients for 20-plus years, and 
he socialises with his clients. They're his friends. He, he's seen their, their kids grow up and been to their graduations and birthday parties and engagements and things like that. So when that type of stuff, when your social life is also involved in your business like it is for him and that gets taken off you, that's really difficult. Yeah. You know, really difficult. And, and him and his wife, beautiful, beautiful people. But that's when all that is taken off you. And as you know... Um, my life is very social from that aspect. I, I don't have, I don't go out with forty people at once like you do. But it's, uh, but you know, we, we're always catching up with people, we're always catching up with friends, and to have that taken off you is is actually very difficult. So from an emotional perspective, and that's just me and and you know you and uh, and in this case uh, other people as well. But when you see that all the way through, and you can when you're having a Zoom meeting with someone and they've just lost that spark, they have. Yeah because they haven't been able to do anything. I mean, did get to watch some great Netflix and stand well, shows. Anything coming out. Queen's Gambit. Have you watched Queen's yeah, Gambit? I've been watching Queen's Gambit. Really loved Queen's Gambit and Yellowstone was another one. Really, really enjoyed Yellowstone. But with that lockdown, I guess, and the way our staff kept positive and they actually looked for opportunities for internal growth. Um, yeah. You know, I think something that's good to good to look back on is the communication that we still sent our clients you know they're still getting our newsletters our podcast we managed to do every um every week on a wednesday sometimes maybe i was a bit late on a thursday on you and i apologize for that but you know we're able to keep getting that experience for the clients out there um, and that contact out there and we tried to make things as normal as possible um from our end so that you know there was no hiccups or disruption so as i said our our staff just grew strength to strength um and it yeah the, the 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 growth they undertook in that period of time um, can't be understated, I don't think. No, I totally agree. Um, totally agree. So I guess, Tony, the reflection was we're back here um, and it's it's nice to look back. When we when we talk about everything that's gone on, we've expanded our team this year. Um, you know, we talked about Matt, but we've also had Lucy, who's joined Matt up in Sydney, um, which we've had on a podcast as well. We had Jeremy, your youngest boy, start full-time um, in January when things were looking up. Um, we've had Sean, who's recently started as well at Kofkin Bonding Co. Uh, in the last few weeks, which we had on a podcast. So, you know, having a hard year, but doing everything that we've discussed today, 2020 has been a good year. Soon it has, and, you know, fr- from a firm's perspective, and especially a, a firm like ours who does not settle and is continually growing... Um, it's it all it all does come down to and and all of our very successful entrepreneurial clients with staff will say the same. It, it does come down to the people. Yeah. You know. So it's um. I don't. It's not necessarily an accurate quote, but Richard Branson from Virgin uh, and Airlines, and basically it was a case of that. You know. You don't have to worry about treating your customers right if you treat your people right because uh, they're the ones that actually do it and you know the, the way you've stepped up because you run the operations in here I don't uh, but the way you've stepped up uh, in that as well and being a magnificent communicator for the staff and the way they've all stepped up and and that's a reflection where they will bend over backwards for every single one of our clients yeah uh, and you know, and it's not about doing that and charging an hourly rate because we don't. Uh, so much stuff we do that we actually just don't charge for. Um, and But they actually do it and they do it, you know, they're... Lucy made a comment to me um, that 
One of the things she noticed during the interview process was how slow we were to make a decision to hire her, but then how methodical we were because it was about hiring the person with the right personality for the job, not just the person with the highest ATAR or whatever, how else you measure Education exam and scores exams. and things like that anymore. So what, what is it, Will? I don't know what it actually, is. So. You're actually spot on. I was was I? So that, I've got yeah. no idea what that stands yeah. for, but I see some people get 96s. I say, I think that's more than I got. <laughs> so it's, so it's, um, but, you know, it's... it's I think. I definitely know it was a lot more than I got. So, so, so it's, um, but the, I, I think that is, you know, when you actually have a look at everything that we actually do, you know, it, these are the important times. It's, you know, it's, you know, saying, um, you know, lo- losing a, a lovely client, uh, you know, a few weeks ago, um, just passed away. Uh, he's been ill for quite some time, and and you know he's just he's just left the most wonderful legacy uh, for his daughters who are my age, and you know, and his wife. And that that was a celebration of Kevin's life. You know, being last Sunday with uh, Les Clive, who's deteriorating quite badly, but still sharp as a tack. You know, we spoke about his love for the Rangers Football Club, and they're, they're the type of things that. The work that is done by all of our staff for these people, it's just, it's just an honour to have them as clients and that we've got great staff who understand that these are the people that actually make our firm. We don't make our firm and it's the way they're treated by our staff. There's the reason why... Um, actually, I'm not going to use words up. My, my work colleagues, my friends here, because the way they actually are treated by everyone in here means that if if I say to a client, here's what we're going to do, I know it's going to get done. I know it's going to get diligently done. And, you know, there's there's been some hiccups during COVID with some, and hiccups is probably an understatement, with some insurance companies and things like that as well. But the fact that it's always chasing and following through and getting what it's taken like four months or would usually take a week, you know, things like that. But it's just that constant doing it to make sure it's done. And they're the things that our staff are, are just doing. Yeah, they know those companies are suffering and their systems are suffering. We're just doing it, and that's that's magnificent. So Tony, we'll sign off for two thousand and twenty, um, and we'll be back sort of mid mid January. Um, I think I'm back on about the tenth. I've got a few extra days. Do you? I do. <laughs> Who signed up for those? Oh, you get to sign off for all of this <laughs> yeah. nowadays, don't you? Wouldn't believe so, it. But, I know. It's, wow. But we will be back that mid Jan, and um, it's some exciting things planned for two thousand and twenty one, and. You know, I already look forward to the podcast in 12 months' time where we reflect on what we did in 2021. I'm sure it'll be just as big. Yeah, it will be. So we've got some uh, more big plans, but some of the stuff that we're doing with our clients and watching our clients get to that next level too is is really exciting. You know, sometimes watching our clients achieve their own goals and what they're trying to achieve, whether it be selling their business or making acquisitions and things like that. It's Or just retiring. Or just <laughs> retiring, that's right. So it's... Um, that's also really big for us as well. It's like going and watching your kids graduate in some ways, you know, because they've, they've reached it, they've done it, they've made it. So, so, yeah. so thanks for all our listeners. Um, and as we've mentioned, thanks to our clients and our colleagues and, and everyone we work closely within the Coffin Bond family. So thanks, 2020. Thanks, 2020, and really looking forward to 2021. <laughs>